New, new black, new, new black Wall Street Book Club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up. Literature's for the masses. Where to put your money down, I don't want your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read with us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. We all just come together. There's no limit for us. Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. All right, my beautiful people, man. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. You put it in the book, we absolutely will find it. Reading Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose, and we're continuing along our journey into the book, Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. It's a, a book that's a, the guide to success for black Americans. Also, it's a book that's recommended by Black Enterprise. Simply says that this book should be required reading for all African-Americans truly committed to pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. That book is a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today in the world today and how they built their wealth. And I just truly believe that if you want to be wealthy, if you want to get out of debt, if you want to build a big business, you should study wealthy people. Don't listen to poor dad, listen to rich dad. We got a lot of black people that have had success in our lifetime and over, in the, over the years that we can learn from. But not only is it a book, guys, it also is a club that you can choose to join. You can make a decision to join today. Uh, that's a club that is called the Black Billionaires Club. You simply go to theblackbillionairesclub.com, theblackbillionairesclub.com, and join the club today. It's $10 a month right now, and that price is going up. The membership is going up, and it's $10 a month right now for you to uh, get the benefits of personal development, a mastermind group that helps you to become a better version of you, business development to help you to grow and scale your business, uh, financial literacy to teach you about money. We can't complain about what other people don't teach us, but we can teach ourselves. Also, we're going to give you profit opportunities to make more money. If you have things that you can sell to make more money, and it lasts, not, not, not even last, we also have investment education, then teach you how to make your money work harder for you than you work for it. Now, why is the membership going up? Because we're adding two more benefits. We want to make sure we bring extreme value to our community. That first thing is going to be the investment club. That's right. We are adding an investment club. We're in the process of bringing that a black-owned investment club. I got upset the other day. I said, man, I'm the only one that's going to these investment meetings. I'm going to bring this information to my people. You have an opportunity to be a part of that. And I'm telling you right now, if you get in right now, you get it for $10 a month, it's going to go up. So you got to decide. You got to make a decision. You got to stop procrastinating. You got to put yourself in position to win. And then also, we're going to be introducing the Young Black Billionaires Club. I understand that there's some people who don't want to be wealthy. They don't want to make sure their children are wealthy. We're going to make sure we give your children an opportunity to learn how to build business. See, these people are starting business when they're 12 years old, 14 years old, 9 years old. We want to make sure we groom your kids to be billionaires. Right? And maybe not you. You might be Moses and they're Joshua. We want to help Joshua too. You understand? So that's all you're getting for the membership. Go to theblackbillionaireclub.com, theblackbillionaireclub.com. When we do our investment club, we'll start with a stock division, and then we'll work on the real estate division. I know black folk love real estate. But I'm telling you, there's other ways for you to invest and make money. Matter of fact, for those that don't know, we uh, we presented the opportunity for uh, uh, for our members to be aware of Black Mama T, a startup company that hopefully is going to bring back a good return so you can invest in startups. There's a lot of things you can do with your money other than to just spend it. And so you have an opportunity to learn about that at the Black Billionaires Club. But you must become, you must decide to become a member. You have to make that decision. Here's the deal. If you decide to or if you decide not to, 
I'm okay with that. This underground railroad to financial freedom is going to move on without, with or without you. So you got to make a decision to jump on the train. Well, let's get right into what we're going to talk about today. Oh, today's sponsorship is from ERGJ Black Bazaar. Go to www.ergjblackbazaar.com. You want to find ways that you can support here. We also broadcast across Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and we also have a podcast across nine different platforms. ERGJ Black Bazaar, get your journals. That's right. This one here says there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power. In the name of Jesus, you get your journals today. Only $15 for the wire bound ones, $20 for the cloth bound ones. Hey, you got to get you a place to write down your goals, your dreams, your aspirations so you can make the vi- write it down and make it clear. And you can make that thing become reality. Thanks so much, ERGJ Black Bazaar, for your sponsorship today. Hey, we're going to start today with our daily motivations for African-American success. Our daily motivation for African-American success. With today is January 30th, by the way. Yep, January 30th. And our title today is Who's the Boss? Everybody put in the comments on hashtag boss. Who's the boss? Malcolm X, the pan-Africanist and human rights activist, he simply said this, and I quote, listen to see, listen, and think for yourself. I'm sorry, learn to see, listen, and think for yourself. Learn to see, listen, and think for yourself. There's some things that are for you to do. There's some things that you're the boss of. Who's the boss? Our passage today simply says, there's one thing you must put aside in order to fulfill your unique possibilities in conformity. We all conform in hundreds of ways. Even those of us who feel we have gone our own separate ways in the world, who have lived more or less in independent spirits, are conformists to an extent that would surprise us if we became aware of our actions. I once heard an amusing story that epitomizes the idea of conformity. Because you don't know what conformity is, that just simply means being like everybody else. It's about a small town jeweler who every morning noticed the man stopping in front of his jewelry store to set his gold watch to to the time of the large clock in the store window. The stranger did this without fail, day after day, month after month, year after year. One morning as the jeweler was sweeping the sidewalk in front of his store, the man stopped to set his watch. On impulse, the jeweler spoke to the man. He said, for years, you set your watch by my big clock each morning. Why? The man finished winding his clock, placed it in his pocket, and replied, I'm the the timekeeper at the factory down the street. Every day at noon, my job is to blow the noon whistle, which tells everyone that it's time to break for lunch. The jeweler jeweler stood aghast and then said, that's odd. I've been setting my clock in the window for all these years by your noon whistle. Each of us should realize that what others do, the way others conduct themselves, is not necessarily what we should do or how we should behave. We are all unique. We are all unique. Is it possible that there are some things in your life that you've been doing just simply because other people do it? And they've been doing it simply because you do it. And this is what we call the blind leading of blind in particular areas of our life. Is it possible that you've just simply been conforming and not even knowing it? Just because other people do it don't mean it's right. Just because other people do it don't mean it's good. Just because other people do it don't mean it's going to work for you. Conforming. Following. Here's our affirmation of today. Success requires. Everybody put in the console, require. Success requires a degree of individualism. I am unique. Success requires a degree of individualism. My question to you is, what makes you different? What is going to be the piece of you that's going to stand out from the crowd? 
I am unique. This is our daily motivation for African-American success. Who's the boss? I am unique. Let's get right to our main text today, guys. Thanks so much for joining again across Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and live as well. Go ahead and hit that like button, that share button, let people know that we're here. Hit the watch party button if you're on Facebook. I love to see how that thing is working. The watch party button. We got a, it's a party, it's a party, it's a party. Hey! All right. So we're going to get into life, uh, Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. Think and Grow Rich, a black choice by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. All right, then Dennis Kimbrough worked with Napoleon Hill to bring the Think and Grow Rich from a black perspective. This is kind of a mix between Think and Grow Rich, as a man think of, and then some black history. So we're going to learn some things today, and we're into chapter seven, which is self-reliance. Self-reliance. Our first chapter, our first piece of the chapter says life moves forward. Everybody put it down so forward. Life goes on. Uh-oh. It was an interesting conversation. An 18-year-old girl was talking with a learned old man. He inquired about the direction of her life, particularly what line of training or career she would pursue. She said, well, you know, sir, I, I would like to become a psychologist, but it requires so much training that I'm afraid I would be too old when I finish. The wise man sat in silence and for a few moments smiled and then asked, young lady, how long would it take for you to become a psychologist? That's the question I'm going to ask you today. How long will it take for you to build your, to, to build your build your dream? How long will it take for you to accomplish your goal? How long will it take? Great question to ask, by the way. This is a wise man talking. How long will it take? Oh, about seven years, she replied. He said, how old would you be then, was the next question. Well, I'll be 25. So obviously, he was 18. Then the man asked, well, how old will you be in seven years if you don't become a psychologist? Of course, the answer was the same. Well, I guess I would be about 25. Time waits for no one. Seven years is going to pass anyway. So you're going to still get old. The question is, are you going to get, are you going to get older doing what you want to do? Are you going to get older moving closer or moving closer to your goals, your dreams, your aspirations? You're going to get, you're going to get old anyway. Here's the problem. Are you, how long are you going to procrastinate on the things that God has put in you to do? You keep procrastinating. Keep on waiting. Keep on waiting. Keep on waiting. Year after year. It starts out with a day. Then it moves to a week. Then it moves to a month. Then it moves to a year. Then it moves to years. Then it moves to decades. How long have you been waiting? Time waits for no one. How many people have cheated themselves, thereby selling their company short because they relinquished their desires or forfeited their dreams? Remember, your future is exactly what you make it. Five years from today, you will be five years older. The question to ask is, will you be five years wiser? I mean, you know some people, that they're getting old, but they're not getting wiser. They're getting older, but they're not, they're not learning from their mistakes. They're getting older because that's going to happen naturally. Five years from now, you're going to be five years older. The question is, will you be five years wiser? Are you going to be five years wiser with your money? Are you going to be five years wiser with your, in your communication? Are you going to be five years wiser in your child rearing? Are you going to be five years wiser? Abraham Lincoln said, I, I am a slow walker, but I never look backwards. I suggest that you never look backwards. Life is a forward impulse, and that past is gone, and the past is gone. You can live only in the here and now. 
but they are compulsive people who insist on looking backward, rigid, attempting to stay in boundaries, though wearing blinders. They look at, to the past, to a past that cannot be relived or, or experienced again. They fail to understand that at best, all they can do is react emotionally to the past. The past can never be resurrected. Yesterday is gone. Never look back. Everybody put a console, never look back. Never look back. Now, of course, there's a story in the Bible about looking back at Sodom and Gomorrah. There happened to be a certain a wife, a lot, who decided she was going to look back when God told her never to look back. And she no longer here. She was going real fast, dried in the salt or something like that. Never look back. Never look back. When Orpheus looked back, he lost his beloved Eurydice and eventually his life. Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. The point of these tales is that life is growth. Everybody put it on so growth. Life is growth. Life always moves on. If you're living in the past, life will still move on, but it will move on without you. Living in the past means clinging to non-productive attitudes and remaining in situations that hinder your personal growth and development. St. Ignatius wrote in the first century, he who is not getting better is getting worse. He who is not getting better is getting worse. Never look back. Like most of the wisdom, these words are just as applicable now as they were when they were first stated. The world is large with much to learn and a lot to experience. If you are living in the past, you are preventing yourself, your company, from participating actively and fully in life. And when we're talking about company, we're talking about your personal company. But obviously, some of you guys have businesses that you run. Select an area of interest. Select an area of interest. Select an area of interest. One way to enhance the chances of your company's success and in turn your own success is to become a specialist in a particular field of knowledge or skill. Everyday new knowledge is made available to you. Everybody putting on so every day. Everyday knowledge is made available unto you. This means that the sheer volume of information will make it increasingly difficult for any one individual to possess all the facts in any one particular field. Therefore, one way to improve your company, one way to improve your household, one way to improve your finances, one way to improve your income, one way to improve your revenue, one way to improve your profits, one way to improve yourself is to become more skilled, better trained, and better educated. You want to improve? You prove you improve yourself. You want your life to get better, you get better. Right? You want your life to change, you change. One way that you can improve is simply to become more skilled, better trained, and better educated. Here's what I hear a lot of times when I talk to people. When we're getting these coaching sessions to help them become the best version of themselves. There's a whole bunch of I don't knows going on. And that might be true. You don't know right now. But here's the wonderful thing. You can learn what you don't know. You can delegate or employ what you don't know. You don't have to know everything. I didn't. When I started this broadcast, I didn't know. If you go back and you look at the old days when I got started, I didn't know. I just kept going. 
Now you see this, and it's still not the best, but shoot, I'm doing it. I didn't know. I'm right now working on something. I'm not working on a project. I have absolute when I got on Instagram TV, I had absolutely no idea. I was like, I don't know. When I when I, now that I'm working on uh, converting my book to an ebook, I don't know. I don't know. But guess what? I'm gonna learn. We're gonna figure this out. Everybody put it on so figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. Or or I'm gonna hire someone. I'm gonna pay someone to do it. It's gonna get done though. I got people in South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana. Hit me up, hey, I want to get your book. Is it online? I'm like, no, it's not online. I can ship it to you. Then it hit me. Oh, why am I going to ship it? Let me make it into an ebook. They can order it online. They can order from my website. Go to wherever I'm going to put it, and they can get it. And then guess what's going to happen? There's going to be money coming to my storehouse. Why am I going to limit myself and make it more difficult? Why do I need to ship it when they can just download it? It's that time. So we going to figure it out. Do I know? No, I don't know. Is that going to stop me? Hell no. Choose an area of interest that is of extreme importance to you. Research it from every possible angle. Our public libraries are free and open for all of who wish to use this immense resource. Study trade journals, read all available materials, meet with experts and reorganize leaders in the field. And in general, make yourself a valuable storehouse of information. Make others aware of your activities and what you can offer. What you are really doing when you undertake such a project is making your organization yourself more effective. Your corporations have two factors to consider, the present and the future. Your household has two factors to consider, the present and the future. How successful you are in meeting these challenges will determine your present profits, what you earn, and your future growth, what you will earn in the years to come. A lot of guys, always, I hear people say it all the time, I want to make more money. But yet they're not willing to put in the things necessary to get more money. And they're always looking outside of themselves, thinking they got to go do this. No, no, no. No, you just got to get better, more skilled, right? Better trained and better educated. You want to earn more money, you become more attractive. That way you attract to yourself more opportunity. You want to earn more money, you learn how to provide more value in the marketplace. Too many people trying to make more money by demand. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. You don't get rich by demand. No. See, we ain't, we ain't learned this stuff. Change is normal. Everybody put it on so change is normal. Change is normal. The one constant thing in life is change. Change is everywhere, in your environment, in your emotions, in your beliefs, and in the way you think. How you generate change, what you do with change, and how you react to it determines whether you grow or stagnate. In spite of the concept that change is constant, there is nevertheless a strong tendency to resist it. Why? Because it presents an unknown factor in our lives. Though each of us may have problems, we are often tempted to maintain the status quo rather than venture into the unknown. By sailing in supposedly safer waters, we isolate ourselves as much as possible from the impact of change, trying to live with problems rather than solving them. Uh-oh. How many guys are, are, are good, guilty of that? trying to live with your problems instead of solving them. And then you begin to realize that because you didn't solve this problem, you were living a stagnated life. You're not making progress. Trying to live with the problem instead of solve the problem is a problem. 
Matter of fact, uh, the solution to the problem has already been given to you, but you won't act. You won't do. You won't join the club. You won't make a move. Bust a move. Bernie Mac. You're trying to live with the problem. And then here, get this. Oh, let me take it from a financial standpoint. Get this. You're trying to live with the debt. Not trying to fix the problem of how you got in the debt in the first place, which is you. And then now, you want to get the debt wiped out. But here's the problem. You can fix the debt, but you still haven't fixed you. So guess what happens? Now you get the debt wiped out, which is unethical, by the way. You get it wiped out, but you still haven't changed the problem. You haven't fixed the problem, which is you, your behavior. The reason why you got in the debt in the first place. So guess what happened? Five years from now, you'll be back in debt because you didn't fix the problem. You are the problem. You signed for the debt. You borrowed the money. You told them you're going to pay them back in the future when you make some more money. You were the problem, but you didn't fix you. You want to fix the credit, but you don't want to fix you. That's the problem. See, when I start talking truth to power, I begin to let black people know, people in general know, this is the problem. We don't want to fix ourselves. We want to try to fix everything else but ourselves. And because we don't fix ourselves, and because we don't have people in our lives that tell us, no, you need to fix you. And because we don't listen to those people that tell us that we need to fix us, we never fix the problem. You are the problem. Consequently, we become experts in negative, limited thinking, almost immunizing ourselves from any possible success. To participate in change is to grow. Nothing grows that does not change. The tiny seed becomes a tall blade of grass. The bud becomes a flower. The egg hatches into a bird, and the child becomes an adult. The very fact of life is to experience change and growth. To earn more, you must first learn more. Uh-oh. To earn more, you must first learn more. Self-education. Those who accept and adjust to change, change keep growing and learning. Those who cannot accommodate change do not grow. They stagnate, they stagnate by the wayside of mental, physical, or spiritual death. Why are all companies concerned with growth, even in a period of prosperity? It's because of the law that operates with companies as well as human beings. The law simply says nothing in the world stands still. Nothing in the universe stands still. A law of physics confirms that a body is in motion, tends to remain in motion until acted upon by an outside force. A company that is growing has a tendency to continue to grow. In other words, it is, doing, it is doing things right. Conversely, a company that is shrinking has a tendency to shrink until acted upon by an outside force. That is, it will shrink until it or the individual takes in, takes in additional information, personal development, or improves production and increases sales. Guess what? We got all that in the Black Billionaires Club. Personal development, business development, sales, profit opportunities for $10 a month. Now, for most people, $10 a month is easy. That's easy to do. That's a, that's, a, that's a lunch. But I've also found what's easy to do is also easy not to do. And most people simply choose the easy not to route. Here's the reason why, I believe. Because it's easy to remain the same. It's easy to keep getting the same results because that's what we know. 
It's hard to break free and say, no, I want something better. I'm going to do something better. Oh, I don't, I don't like that. I want something more. I'm going to do something more. It's so much easier to remain the same. It's so much easier to, uh, to be a part of the crowd. It's so much easier to live a life of average, a life of mediocre. It's so much easier to be in debt. It's hard to get out. Les Brown says this, if you want your life to be easy, then do what's hard. But if you want your life to be hard, keep doing what's easy. What I've seen in my time here on this earth, that too many black folk have chose to do what's easy. All responsible company officials know that unless a company is growing, it is developing the first signs of stagnation or going out of business. As a head of your personal corporation, you should realize this law applies to you as well. We're living in an age of discovery. A day rarely goes by when the media do, does not report the discovery of some new technological innovation or advance. The pace of scientific discovery seems almost unbelievable. The automation of production, computerization of information, supersonic transportation, communication by satellite, exploration of space, new uses of nuclear energy, all developments of the last 25 years are, all, are only the beginning. It has been estimated by scientists and scholars alike that man's total body of knowledge doubled between 1775 and 1900 a period of 125 years. It doubled again between 1900 and 1950, a period of only 50 years, and again between 1950 and 1958. It is now thought to be doubling every five years. This is a tribute to man's curiosity and relentless movement forward. Now, each of us, as president of our own corporation, can decide, everybody put God's on decide. Each of us can decide. We have the ability, the ability to make a decision. Each of us can decide what to do with our lives. We can either grow and move forward or go backward. We cannot stand still, even if that was desirable. These ideas will give you an opportunity to stand back and view yourself and your future objectively. Just as an intelligent bystander might. Ask yourself. Everybody put in console, ask yourself. You gotta ask yourself. Ask yourself. How much am I worth right now as a corporation? Oh, we got to start asking ourselves some tough questions. How much am I worth right now as a corporation? If you were an outside investor, would you invest in you as a corporation? Ask yourself, how much am I worth right now as a corporation? If you were an outside investor, would you invest in you as a corporation? The market doesn't pay for efforts. It pays for results. You must produce. The market doesn't pay for efforts. Oh, I've been trying. You know, I didn't know. The market doesn't pay for efforts. It pays for results. You must produce. If you don't like the production that you're getting, right? It means that you need to, you need to change your strategy and how you are approaching with your efforts. You just can't keep going and doing the same thing and expecting the different results. You got to change the thing that you're doing. So if you look at your results, you say, oh, this is what we have reaped. Well, now you need to change what you sow. You won't change what you reap until you change what you sow. But no, you look at it and say, no, I'm trying. I'm getting online every day. I'm posting my whatever I'm posting. No, no, no. Here's the deal. You can get better. You can learn what you don't know. 
Don't be stubborn. If it's not working, fix it. Make a decision to fix it. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to do it by yourself. You can simply join something called the Black Billionaires Club, and we can help you. But I'm not going to help you for free. Why? Because just like you go anywhere else, you invest, you pay for what you value. So I understand this. This is a simple concept. Most of us pay for what we value. The problem is we value the wrong things. We'll pay to go to the Super Bowl. That's money coming out of our pockets. We're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars this weekend to watch a game. But then we won't pay so that we can learn how to make more money. I don't have anything wrong with you going to the Super Bowl. That's what you like to do, but that's what you value. I'm just saying, hey, if, you can, if you're going to go, you're going to spend all this money, and you're going to go whatever, you're going to do whatever all this weekend, I'm just saying, why don't you learn how to make more money? So then it won't affect your bottom line. I'm making more money. I'm, I'm treating myself. This is what we're going to do. Okay. But, man, what happens is we be broke, busted, and disgusted. We value things that take money out of our household, out of our corporation. And then we look around and be like, dang, what am I going to do? Because I got I to rob Peter to pay Paul. But we never invest in the things that can teach us how to make more money. That's what I'm saying. It just makes sense to me. I don't know. Somebody debate me on this, please. I'm saying. I'm, I, might be, I might be stupid. Somebody please debate me on this. Everybody's looking forward to coming to Atlanta this weekend to spend a whole bunch of money. It's only a few, these companies, these businesses, that's looking to come to Atlanta and make a whole bunch of money. My question is, which other side of the track are you on? Are you on the side of the track that's coming to Atlanta so you can spend a whole bunch of money? Or are you on the side of the track that's going to be making a whole bunch of money this weekend because of the Super Bowl? Don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. We have got to start being honest about our behavior when it comes to our money at some point. You got to wake up because guess what's going to happen? You are going to transfer your behavior to your children, and they're going to do the same thing. It's got to stop somewhere. It's got to stop. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to stop somewhere. Think about that for a second. Billions of dollars are going to be transferred this weekend. And for most black people, it's going to be transferred out of the community and into the hands of the people who know how to get money. That's what's going to happen. Happens every year. Yes, we're in Atlanta. We're in the, the, well, what, the, the Mecca of the South, where, where a lot of black people are. Guess what? They coming for your money. This big spectacle is to get your money. All these sponsors are coming to get your money. They don't, they, they, yeah, yeah, they want you to have a good time because the better time that you have, the more money that you spend. They are coming to get your money. They are coming to take more money out of the black community because the black community has $1.1 trillion of spending power. And I want you to understand that spending power is not black power. No, it's not. Spending power is not black power. It's black weakness. It's black servitude. It's black stupidity. It's black foolishness. It is not black power. Let's start talking about investing power. Let's start, let's start talking about saving power. Let's start, let's start talking about that. Then we start talking about black power. You go in our community, we don't own none of it. 
our own community, right down the street. Don't own none of it. They come over here and get it all. Because we continue what we have always done. Handing over our money, handing over our little financial, our, our economic power, giving it all away. No consciousness when it comes to money. That's what I understand. We ain't learn it. Well, we can learn it. We can choose to invest $10 a month. We can choose. We can make a lot of choices. There's going to be a lot of people making choices to give their money away this weekend. To the very people that they talk about the most. Oh, white supremacy. But you're giving your money to them. This don't make any sense. You want to talk about white supremacy, but then you want to go and finance white supremacy. That makes absolutely no sense. Stop talking about it. If you're going to finance it, you're financing it. What about productivity? A company growing at a rate of 10% a year will double in size in about eight years. What attention are you giving to the production of your personal corporation? Can you grow and improve at a, as a person at least 10% per year? Of course you can. Think you're rich, a black choice is filled with countless stories of men and women who have exceeded their previous performance to an almost unbelievable degree. Achievers in all walks of life have multiplied their personal effectiveness, increased productivity many times over. We're constantly reminded of the energy being wasted, both by corporations in general and ourselves in particular. Giving an all-out effort doesn't seem to be as popular today as it was in the past. This might explain why so few individuals rise above the ranks and why this author believes it is so much easier to succeed today. No matter what the field, most people find it easier to stay within the warmth of a huddled masses rather than risk failure. They submerge themselves in mediocrity, ultimately suffocating at the hands of conformity. As corporate presidents, some of the some with brilliant minds and all capable of fulfilling a specific, a specific purpose in life, they refuse to go all out, forcing their companies to teeter on the verge of liquidation. But this habit can easily be overcome. Give and it shall be given to you. This simple statement grants you the ability to advance you, your biggest asset. You are your biggest asset. You are your biggest asset. You are your biggest asset. By giving to others of your positive attitude, your loyalty, your commitment, your faith, your winning example, and the will to win by giving your talents and energies to others, that you will enhance this product called you. That is probably the greatest deed you could ever perform. If, the, if it is true that life will defeat the person who lives only for himself and his own personal satisfaction, then it is equally true that the same individual will receive strength, love, happiness, and success by giving of himself or herself. As Andrew Carnegie said to the young and highly inquisitive Napoleon Hill, when pressed for the single key to achievement, the greatest service that one can render to God is by helping others. I want you to think about a way that you can, I want you to think about a way that you can help somebody else today. The greatest service that you can provide is by helping others. Now, I want you to understand that the way in which you help other people, a lot of times you can actually make money for it. Your service, people are willing to pay for your service. I want you to understand, people are willing to pay for your service. What service are you rendering? If you want to make more money, you got to learn how to serve more people. And people value service. I always use this example. Think about Chick-fil-A. They are great at service. People pay premium for their chicken 
not because of the ticket, because of their service. You understand? It's because of their service. Pay $8 for a chicken sandwich because of the service. Be a line wrapped around the whole block. Why? Because of the service. You go down the street, you see a, a, a Burger King. They don't have great service. Their line ain't never backed up. Why is that? It's because of the service. Go to a place like Quick Trip, the gasoline station, always line around the line, always packed. Why? Because of the service. Go down the street, Chevron, no cars in the, in the parking lot. Why? Lack of service. You understand? People will pay for service. Question is, will you serve? Will you provide useful service to your community, to your constituents? Who will you help today? Nature employs us on behalf of the tillers of the soil. The farmer carefully prepares the ground and sows the seed and waits while the law of increasing returns brings back the seed it is sown, plus a many-fold increase. I'm stressing the importance of this function of, of production as a means of enabling you as a corporation to promote yourself. Everybody put it down, so promote myself. To promote yourself. You don't have to wait on the job. You can promote yourself. It's not the things that you do on the job that will help you to promote yourself. the things you do when you're not on the clock. What are you reading? How are you bettering yourself? What skills are you acquiring? See, I was learning a whole bunch when I wasn't on the clock. And now I get paid for the stuff that I learned when I wasn't on the clock. They no longer pay me to be on the clock because I ain't on no clock. You can't be, I'm let, listen, you can't go to work eight hours for the day and then come home and not work on your own goals. You're not tired. You're uninspired. Once, you, once your goals actually inspire you, once you write that thing down, you make it plain, once you realize, you start saying, this is what I want, this is exactly what I want, once you stop being vague, you get inspired to build something, you get inspired to, to, to leave an inheritance for your children, children, you get inspired. When you get inspired, baby, when you get inspired, oh Lord, can't nothing stop you when you get inspired. Nothing stopping the person who's inspired. Nothing is stopping the inspired man or woman. Nothing. Got a new level of faith, a new level of belief. Stressing the importance of the function of production as a means of enabling you as a corporation to promote yourself to an even higher station in life. Compliance with this feature will render a twofold reward. First, it will offer a great, greater material gain than, the, than, than that currently enjoyed by those who do not observe it. Second, it will produce the rewards of happiness and satisfaction, which come only to those who render such service. You will be trusted with even greater responsibilities as your level of production and service increase. This is the rule. So how's your production? Is there a way in which it can be improved? Are there ways to enhance output? These are all questions that must be answered by you, the president of your corporation. Everybody putting guns on, I'm the president. These are all questions that must be answered by you, the president of your personal 
corporation. This is the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. You put it in the book, we absolutely will find it. Read Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose. Comments below, I'd like you to share with us something that stuck with you today. What, 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 what is something that you're saying, man, I, I got it. And I'm going to chew on that. I'm going to meditate on that. I'm going to let that seed of thought sit in me so I can bring forth a harvest in my life. Of course, I ask this question because I don't just come on here for fun. I come on here to make a difference. And hopefully we've made a difference in your life today on the New Black Wall Street Book Club. Comments below, I'd like you to answer this question. Was this worth your time and why? You could have been doing anything for the past 36, some 30 some odd minutes, 40 minutes, but you chose to tune in here no matter how long you've been here. Was this worth your five minutes? Was this worth your 10 minutes? Was this worth your 40 minutes and why? Hopefully you've hit that like button, that share button. You've let people know that we're here. Hopefully you hit the watch party button. You're saying, man, they're doing something different over there. We understand what everybody else is doing, moaning, complaining, talking about their problems. No, we over here getting to the solutions. And you want to be a problem solver for other people. So you've hit that share button. You've hit that like button. You've hit that watch party button. You've hit the follow button. So make sure you don't miss an episode in the future. Was this worth your time and why? Now, I know I talk fast in your type, but I want to make sure I invite you again to the Black Billionaires Club. You can do that by simply going to theblackbillionairesclub.com. Join the club today. $10 decision. It's a $10 decision that can change your life forever. But will you make it? Some people will. Some people won't. Most people won't. Some people do. Some people don't. Most people won't. Won't. Why? Because they don't want it bad enough. They talk about wanting to change, but they're not, they don't want it bad enough to actually do something to change. Changing for them is only a dream. And they want to keep it a dream. So you can always think about what they could have had, what they should have had what they might have, what they hope to have, what they wish to have. But then when it comes down, okay, well, let's go get it. I don't really want to go get it because now I got to put in some effort. I got to put in some work. I got to put in some overtime. I'll put in overtime for the job, but I won't put in overtime for my dreams. I'll put in overtime for my boss, but I won't put in overtime for my goals. I'll put in overtime for other things that won't bring wealth to my storehouse, but I won't put in overtime for my ideas. Overtime. Everything else has become more important than yourself, than your dreams, than your aspirations, than your goals, than your ideas. Make a, make a $10 decision a day. Also, today's episode is sponsored by ERGJ Black Bazaar. So go to www.ergjblackbazaar.com, pick up a journal today. Well, guys, I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, and ERGJ Black Bazaar, international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for your support in whatever way it is that you've done. I'm here to make a difference for my community. I want you to remember this, that it takes a village, and it starts with us. Let's build. Let's build these bank accounts. Let's build these businesses. Let's build each other, and let's do it together. We all we got, people, but guess what? That's enough. Now, I pray to God to preserve each and every one of you, that today you'll go out on this wonderful Wednesday. You'll make it a fantastic day. 
that you will go and chase your dreams, chase your goals, and chase your ideas, and you will you will live up to the title of president of my own corporation. Until next time, you know what time it is, people. Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the new black Wall Street Book Club. Wall Street. With your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now, you ain't got a little computer, but we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the new black Wall Street Book Club. Book Club. Yeah. New Black Wall Street. The New Black Wall Street.